So here's my good friend and business collaborator, Melanie Rousseau, CEO and founder of Money Mama, talking about her personal transformation and the great work she does with women to help them tackle their day-to-day lives with money and planning for the future. Interestingly, she uses her own past experiences as well as some of the new learnings she gets from her children to help formulate great strategies for growth and development. There's lots of laughs in this conversation, and that too is part of her winning way. I defogged. I defogged the the path, right? Sometimes, like, well, not sometimes, I think like 99% of the women that I meet are so overwhelmed and stressed and in a situation because it's the thing that is that society teaches us is to hustle and do it on your own and you don't ask for help, right? So batting, especially as a woman, it's like it's even more for some reason because it's almost like shameful, like you're not able to manage right so gets women i want to say women because i can only speak as of women because i work with women but then it gets to a point where it's so bad and then they need to reach out and then they learn that lesson just like i learned my lesson the same way <laughs> you know and that's why like it kills me in a way because you reach that point where you have no other options but to ask for help. But then I smile because I can kind of gently ask the question, what have you learned? And right away they say, ask for help. And now how do you feel about it? I, I have no shame around asking for help. Because the lesson was so intense and painful, right? And no one of us, as we know it, want to go through pain ever again if we have gone through a path of excruciating pain. It applies in everything in our lives, right? Finances, relationship, (laughs) kids, (laughs) everything, everything right so but yeah so that's why I smile because it makes me happy in a way to see that now they have received a beautiful gift and I I can build up on that just like that canvas behind you you have set the foundation already so you know that this person now is truly ready to make a change and and as we know with our experience, Peter, right, is you can teach everybody what you know, like you shared, right, for free, everything for free. But if they're not at this, if they haven't reached that point of most of the pain, then they will not move. They will not move. No matter how great your advice could be. And as a coach, this is what I'm learning. And this is a painful part for me because I also have like 
my motherly side, motherly side, that's like, no, 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 but I don't want you to suffer. Come over here. I've been there. I don't want you to go on the same path. Trust me. I've gone that route. I have gone through it, okay? It's not pleasant. It's going to tear you apart. I don't want you to go there, right? But then you also learn to step back and say, listen, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say, I told you so. I'm going to be just like, come here. I know how it feels. I know that you had to experience, just like my best friend told me, you have an experience to learn. And as painful, she's super protective of me, right? Still now, as I'm, you know, dating, she's like super protective. <laughs> Who is he? Where is he from? What's the story? Did you research him? Did you Google him? Like, oh, no, that doesn't sound <laughs> I love her for that. I do, right? Because when you care about people's well-being, you're just like super protective. So I'm, I can be a little bit like that. But then I can, I reach a point where like her, she let go and say, you know what? I'm here for you when you're ready. Because you're not ready. I can turn blue into my face. <laughs> but, but I would lose oxygen and then I would be no good for anybody. <laughs> Right. So, and that's the same for you, right? You have so much wealth of experience that it, there's no amount of dollar that can be put on your experience. Yeah. No, I wouldn't know what to sell it for. I actually <laughs> wouldn't. No. So, I mean, the transactions I'm involved in are, are usually around actually me executing something that they don't know how, right? Yeah. You know, it's not that they, it's not that. It's not that the, my um, knowledge is the saleable item because there's an, uh, there's an ambiguity to utilizing it, right? Yeah. I can give you all the knowledge I want, uh, uh, that you want, but if you didn't know how to put it together, uh, how to use it to your advantage, you know, like, I mean. That's it. You're not <laughs> going to do anything with the information because you're like, okay, this is a nice shiny object. But what, what do I do with it? So I'm just going to leave it in the corner of my desk until I go through that experience. And, oh, oh, that's what he meant. Now, because I failed so many times, right? And I'm a little bit like that. Yeah. I failed a lot. I think that's why life brought me into a coaching kind of role. And even now today, you know, to be completely transparent, you know, I had a conversation with my coach and I, I'm doing some shadow work because I'm like, you know, being a coach, like I have to be perfect. <laughs> right. And then she's, and then she's, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's like, whoa, 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 hold on here. I said, yeah, but like the thing is, and she's like, well, does the thing you recommend you do it yourself? I, yeah, yeah, I do that. I, yeah, of course I do that myself, but yeah. There you go. So it would be like, you would be a fraud if you would recommend things that you don't do yourself, obviously. But Melanie, like, you're, you've got 40 years in this planet almost. So you're not going to know it all. But for me, that's the thing as a coach, right? It's like, no, I need to know it all. But we learn. And that's the beautiful part. Like, we learn to let that go. And I was like, yeah, you know, I might not know, but I'm going to research it. Right? So 
You've got to find, yeah. I think you have to find a way, uh, find a way not to be so tough on yourself while you're trying to get yourself out of the places, your awkward places that you're in. Um, you, a lot of people these days are talking about the self-care. And I think that's come as a spotlight based on the pandemic, mm-hmm. how, how, we're all, how we're all strapped for, we're strapped in a seat and it, we almost feel like we're in a jail. Why right? do you think I made it so cozy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting here right. since eight o'clock this morning, like back to back. This is, this is wow. life right now, right? So you might as well, as they say, you might as well make yourself at home, right? That's it. That's exactly that. You know, I just thought I'm going to be in a cozy space. I've got the nice sunlight. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, People are, um, people definitely are frying. Like I'm I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of people online and I can tell they can't hide it from me because I'm a, I read their body language, whether they like it or not. I can see they're stressed, challenged. Uh, painful and, and getting sick because of it, right? And I, I, I did have a conversation this morning with a really beautiful guy from Edinburgh in Scotland, um, who I'm, and he's uh, he's going to he's already a, a podcast. I've already done a recording of him. I cannot wait to share him with the world because he's such a. Sp- He's like, he's become a very spiritual guy uh, with himself, not with a, an, a false entity out there. He doesn't have a deity that he's looking at. He's just, he's just been honest with himself and saying, Beautiful. I went through this. I went through that. What, like, what, a, like, where's my future? Right. You know, it's like, what am I doing? And you know what he's done? He's actually gone back to university and he's studying to be a doctor. Good for him. A doctor. Good for him. Like mind blowing. It's amazing. But see, it's, that's inspiring. Uh, inspiring. Because- I was, I was, I was almost in tears when this guy told me the story. But it's never too late, and that's the thing. It's never too late. I, I like, I was just again talking to my best friend. And I said, I think I've got an identity crisis. Like a midlife crisis. She's like, no, you're way too young for a midlife crisis. So I said, no, honestly, I think I have a midlife crisis (laughs) because like there's been so much shift indirectly. We've had way more time to go inwards. I've done a lot of, you know, self growth and meditation and I'm, I'm shifting my mind and paying attention to what I feed my mind and my soul. Um, so sometimes life has a way to kind of redirect you, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm changing money mama completely, but I'm kind of in a, in a rebirth because I'm working on a few projects and, you know, they're getting me excited, but they're not what I first intended to do. And that's why I think there's a little bit of an inside struggle, right? When you kind of had an idea from your experience and you're going to create this, 
and then for some reason you start doing it and you like it, but it's, it's not what you feel your purpose is. Now are people, I, I would imagine that people you're interacting with are going to have something to do with this because I found that if you design something, then you think is like super great and powerful yes. and like, and you put it out there and they go, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, you're going to get that, right? You know, like you're not, not everybody's. And then all of a sudden you go, okay, that's not, that, that's not what I was hoping for. <laughs> that's it. That's it, right? And that's exactly in the phase that I'm in right now. To be completely honest and bold with you. And I have no shame around it. Because for me, I see everything as a gift. And it's an opportunity. Yes, sometimes it suck a little bit because <laughs> I'm like, what? Like you said, you're so excited. And you're like, okay, can't you see it? <laughs> but, you know, it's okay because it needs to happen in order for me to find that path. Right? And I, you know, I have a few ideas that I'm working on right now that I don't want to disclose, right? As of yet. <laughs> That's fine. And you know what? And I'm hoping... And I'm hoping it's a result of some of the people that you've kind of like worked with yes. have, pushed, have pushed back at you a little bit and maybe not pushed back, but maybe have said, you know, Melanie, I think you should um, rethink that. Or I think that's a great idea. However, it loses a little bit of value in this place. Uh, it's not quite for everyone, you know, like, and take that as really great advice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, but the thing is, most people don't give you feedback. But again, I'm a little bit like you and I'm a very intuitive person. So I don't think that they realize, but I'm actually picking their brain without, know, without them knowing that I'm picking their brain. <laughs> you, ask one, you ask a question a certain way because the answer that you want has more to do with the way that you asked it versus what you asked. Yeah, because yeah. I want... I want everyone that's going through the money mama method to come out a winner. But as we know it, as a mentor, as a coach, as a parent, as a friend, that's why we're discussing this. No matter how you have all the tools that you want to put in their toolbox, if they're not ready to pick it up, there is nothing you can do. So for me right now, I'm more working on the psychology on how I can empower and create with them their vision and their hope. Because most of the people, like I share, are coming with complete despair. There, there's nothing in the tank. And as you know, right? My story, I had to take time off and I had to step back and forget everything for X amount of weeks in order for me to be able to create again. It reminds, uh, me, it reminds me of a time that as an executive recruiter, I also did a lot of transformational work, individual transformational work, because I also worked with individuals who uh, were what I considered lifetime career tech tech guys you know maybe only ever worked for ibm 
only ever worked for Oracle, then got the pink slip and, and, a, and a package, oh. right? They get the package. The package looks like a lot of money. But, but you know what? You can exhaust it in a year if you're not careful. And I used to sit these people down and the, they wanted me to do their resume right away and get it. And I went, we're not even going to talk about your resume. I don't give a rat's ass about your resume. Right now, you're not in any shape. I wouldn't put you in front of a junior executive, never mind a senior executive. I wouldn't. In fact, the junior executive would tear you apart because of your weakness. You, you have no chin. You have no, you know, like you're, you're hurt. You That's just, you, you just mm -hmm. told me, yeah, you just told me uh, 20 minutes ago, you're devastated. What, do you think that goes away in 20 minutes? <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's the thing. Like our society, because we're hustle and hustle and like you need to perform more and do more. And we don't allow ourselves to feel. Yeah. We, we, there's so much shame around that. So that's where I'm working with women first with the mindset and the healing and the disclosure of drama you know drama trauma is huge with money huge well it's a it's a place that i think that most people men too I'm, i know i'm guilty of it myself is that yo i don't have enough how can i get more geez i messed up I screwed up with that credit card. Like, uh, like we've done all these things, right? Of course, of course, absolutely. Nobody gave I, me, a, I didn't, you know, nobody gave me any dirt. Like I didn't have parents who went, you do this with money and it grows. I never had parents like that because I had, I came from uh, a meager start, right? Very meager and yeah. poor if for all intents and purposes, you know, and not necessarily poor in, in, in finance, but, but poor in stature, poor in brain power, right? Because they didn't know. No. When you when you think about when you, when you think about the the data and the information that's available to the average person today. Yeah. You know, we should all be like the smartest things on earth. However, we're drawn back by our homeopathic tendencies, you know, that where we revert back to how we grew up you know i'm a it's, child of the 50s and 60s so well you know what am i gonna say i knew nothing i like i didn't come into like i didn't come into anything i worked bloody hard for every penny that i made nobody showed me oh if you do this then a golden trapdoor opens and this <laughs> angel angel comes out and she's got a basket of gold and she's going to say, help, help yourself. <laughs> it's so unconscious, right? It is very unconscious. For the longest time, for me, I thought I had, I needed to work 16 hours a day, seven days a week in order for me just to make ends meet. Because my dad always had two, three jobs. Right? So um, he never taught me to have, two, three jobs. But the thing is, kids look at us as example of their behavior, right? That's why I'm so cautious with my kids. 
because I know that they see me work quite a bit. So I'm very mindful to, to explain that I work a lot because I love it, not because I need to, because I'm helping other people. That's why Mama works a lot of hours, because there's a lot of people in this world who need some assistance, right? I always tell them that, you know, we all are light workers with all different talent that we need to share with everyone we meet. That's why they always say, no wonder you know everybody in the, in the building. <laughs> I love that. Everybody, love Mama. You talk to everybody. I said, yes, but you know, this is how it goes. You never know the impact that you can make with a simple smile. That's true. That's it's, what a beautiful uh, uh, example you are make because I can I can just see uh, Juju now. <laughs> I can just like she's probably wondering like, is is my mom really a, a guardian angel? You know, <laughs> she probably, no. <laughs> she's probably thinking like I'm a I'm a witch <laughs> most of the day because I'm a very. Uh, I discipline, right? I'm a routine discipline. I put boundaries with my kids, right? So I'm not the coolest mom. Not the coolest mom. But I think it's also important <laughs> for them to know that we need to respect one another and be considerate, right? So, <laughs> and not, I don't want to spoil them too much anyway. I want them to work. I want them to have everything on a silver platter because this is not life as we know it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked um, I liked the process that you took uh, your son through about raising money for a cause mm. by him doing his drumming, like yeah. his presentation. He probably learned more from that than anything that he'll ever get in school. Is my is my thought. Well, that's also my thought, you know, again, that's another thing that with both my children, you know, I always look at Adrian, I said, Adrian, you've got a talent. I have a friend whose son is at Sick Kids, and she asked her community to help her raise some funds for Sick Kids, right? Because he had an open heart surgery. And the beautiful part <laughs> I'm getting emotional. <laughs> That's such a mud thing, you know? The beautiful part about my son is that he is a true empath. He connects on a very deep soul level with, with most people around him. He's able to be patient and listen and help, right? He always helped the underdog at school which I really admire from him. And so as soon as I said, you know, baby, what would you think if, you know, we do a concert and right away the idea started flowing out of his mind. He's like, yes, you know what? I have three songs already that I recorded. I can play those and I'm learning another one. And he got so excited. And then I said, okay, so maybe we, we set a goal. We set an intention. Right? Because I'm also learning that with my business, that every time that I 
going to a meeting, I always ask God to guide me through my words so I can find, you know, the best solution. Because I'm just, I'm just a body to, you know, it's like, I'm not, how do I express that? I'm just it. I'm just the vehicle in order to bring someone from point A to point B, right? And that's why I always tell Adrian the same thing. God gives you this, this, and that as talent. You're so lucky that you find your talent, you, you know, what you love at such an early age, right? I still remember when he picked up those drum uh, stick and he just started playing like that. And, and the teacher's like, I think, you know, I would really highly recommend that you put him to drum lessons. I was like, I don't even have to think about it. Yes, because it was just so natural. And so, yes, after his concert, the first thing that he said, he said, how much money did we collect for this Cosmama? You know, and every time that he has a money gift, he always thinks about others as well, which I really, really, I'm so proud of him because he knows how to save some, spend some, and give back. Because that's the thing with gratitude. That's the thing with giving back. Money always comes. It's an energy. It's like a boomerang. If you let it go, right? That's why God always rewards. The more we give, the more we have. It doesn't mean all money. How old's Adrian? He's 10. He just turned 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's an old soul though Adrian is a very old old soul like I remember when he was three years old he holds my hand he said mommy I love you more than anything in the world and I'm like you're three years old I'm bawling my eyes out <laughs> he's like that he's like that he's um he's a very intuitive person he is going to impact in a beautiful and Julianne as well Julianne as well. She probably will be in politics or something. <laughs> Either that or the UFC. I don't know. <laughs> she's such a fighter. She's such a, she's such, she's so out there, right? Oh my, she oh. is. She is like, yeah, she is. She hangs out with the boys all the time. <laughs> and she gives them <laughs> the agenda <laughs> get into the program boys <laughs> we're making a cake <laughs> i love that i love actually you know what that is the that is the woman of the future that we actually need more of right in all honesty i'm actually and you must be too as a as a woman because i'm actually all i'm exhausted and tired of all the rhetoric and the nonsense around women get paid this, they do that. This mm -hmm. is what's expected of them. And then you wonder why you've got so many women who are, <laughs> who are, are ready to speak to you, right? Yes. They need, they need, they need to know that there's a life past this and you can do it on your own and you can actually account and mean something, you know, to others around you, right? It, you don't, you know, if it, if it helps put pants on, like, I don't care, <laughs> whatever, 
whatever but gets you through. Our tagline is find your own path. Because I think also as a woman, because we're nurturer, we tend to get dragged from one side to the other because we listen to everybody's opinion, right? And sometimes it's a, it's a positive thing, but in your finances, when you get deviated from this or that or what your parents told you and that, and it just, it's a, it becomes a big mess because you don't have that clear vision. You're just listening to everybody and you're not doing one thing. You're doing so many different things that it just doesn't align. And everything needs to align. Even when I teach a woman to spend with joy and alignment, you can have 50 pair of shoes. If that's what you want. Yes. We're going to plan for that. And you're going to know exactly. And you're going to spend without guilt. Your husband might not like that, but at least <laughs> you know that it's planned for and it doesn't come out of his bank account <laughs> and you're not getting into debt for it, right. right? It's all about the balance. And again, the more joy we bring in our lives, that's why the self-care right now is such a big thing that like you were mentioning because it's been taking away in a way from like even getting your hair, like... <laughs> Your nails, <laughs> like the little things that we take for granted is like, oh my God. You know, I would never take my air dresser for granted any ever longer. <laughs> I, I, I never did, actually. Um, one of the best relationships I've ever had in a long time. And I miss her dearly because I, 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 and I haven't spoken to her forever, but I had a hairdresser when I lived in the Kitchener Waterloo market for 17 years. And I, I, I remember Lynn, she was from Sault Ste. Marie oh. and she was like a great person. And, you know, yeah, I like the way she did my hair, but more, I like the way she uh, talked to me. Yeah. I like the, I like the, I liked, if she would have been a doctor, I would have said to her, your bedside manner is fantastic. Yeah, right? they're, they're the best though. Hairdresser, they just know, like they, they know everything <laughs> in everybody's life. <laughs> well, they hear enough, right? <laughs> and it's not fake news and it's not on the news and they're hearing it from the mouth of the person that shared it, right? yeah. Uh, no. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's the best job I think he can have being well, a hairdresser. Yeah. Well, the guy I have now, uh, I, I actually, he, he used to be local in Burlington, but he moved to Grimsby, which is further down. I yes. don't really care. If he moved to Niagara, I would probably go drive there to see him because he's oh. such a great guy. Right. Nice. Because it's, it's not about my hair. It's about like, how's business? How's life? Uh, how are the kids? Uh, uh, have you thought of any new ideas around? So, like he's into social media and stuff. So he's he's, he's very up on things, and and he's very knowledgeable, and he has an opinion, right? And he and you know, and he and he shares he shares it willingly too. So nice. I love that. Yeah, I do too.
As you can see for yourself, there's nothing that you cannot talk to Melanie about. She's approachable, in touch with life, and the need to sustain yourself as a woman of the world. I hope you enjoyed this session and that you'll come back for part two soon. Thank you for listening.